Yo, what it is, what the deal, what's poppin' is your man Dean Edwards Welcome to another episode, did I say another? <laughs> Welcome to another episode of For The Market Protocol Bringing the beat in right about now We're back man, um, we are back Here in lovely New York City Um uh, you know, a lot's been going on, actually. Uh, I took off last week. I told y'all I'd be more consistent and took off last week. Didn't feel really funny. Didn't feel like being in a, a, a happy, sort of elated mood. Um, as the nation comes to terms with its history. Uh, yeah, you know what, before, before we even get into that... Big shout out to all things comedy, the network, and uh, all of our comedy brethren and sistren over there, over there on all things comedy, man. Um, a lot of funny cats over there y'all need to check out. And why wouldn't you? Hmm? Why wouldn't you check them out? Because they are funny. You know, obviously my boys Ian Edwards, Dean Del Rey, and the Del Razors. <laughs> you know, as a matter of fact, I think Del Rey is going to be in uh, New York City for the month of August. We already connected and spoke about, um, you know, doing each other's casts de pod. Uh, big shout out uh, to my man Be Rich constantly supporting and listening both my man and uh Felipe Esparza uh keep keep an ear out for that um for the crossover episode um that you also richly deserve you'll you'll hear yours truly on uh on his what up fool and then we'll cross it over and have him here on the father monkey protocol yeah um Shout out to uh, Silent Crow Arts Productions for for putting together a, uh, a brilliant sizzle of of a future show. I, I think I mentioned to y'all a couple of weeks ago that uh, Vessie and I we we worked on this project uh, together, and I just saw a rough edit of it. Yo, that joint came out. This guy it looks it looks good, man. It looks it looks like uh. It looks like it could be a banger, and um, and and I just literally they just sent sent us a rough edit, excuse me, of it, and um, and it it looks like uh it, that'll make it an easy sell. So I'll keep y'all posted. Um, but things are things are looking good with regards to that. Um, big up the uh the military and the air force because I guess I'm doing this. This tour this fall of a gang of uh, bases. Any for any comics that uh, know what the NAC is. The NAC is is the damn. What's NAC stand for? National Association of Collegiate. What is uh? Dang, I got look. Hold on. National Association. It's it's the people that book book colleges, right? It's the people that book colleges. So, but his was crazy. If you put in NACA, um, you'll you'll get you'll get something else. You know what I mean? So the trick is really 
anyway, the people that, that, that book colleges, like if you ever go to a, a college to do a show, then you're going to wind up, there it is, National Association for Campus Activities. I can never get the A right. I always forget what the A stands for. Campus activities. And those, all, all, anytime you're in college, see, most people don't realize the surplus of money that colleges have. Because when you pay your college tuition, every student, when I was in college, I think the, the, um, student activities fee and you see it on your bill but you don't you don't pay any attention to it because you're paying look I was going to say you're paying hundreds more because I went to community college (laughs) you're paying a couple hundred dollars more but uh with colleges um you know real colleges I shouldn't say real all colleges are real except for uh Trump University um but all colleges have a student activities fee listed on their bill. And whether you're paying tens of thousands of dollars for, for your college uh, education or, you know, a couple of thousand or even hundreds of dollars, right? There's still, there's a little fee listed on your bill. For any college students listening, now you should check this out next time you look at your, your bill. Uh, it's gonna, it says student activities fee. And when I was going, it might have been thirty dollars, probably thirty that thirty forty dollars. Now it's probably anywhere from fifty to a hundred dollars, maybe even more. Um, now, if you multiply that, right? You multiply that times the amount of students. Say, say, um, say you go to a, a a big a big school, right? Say you go to a school um, that has you know a giant campus and they have say 10,000 students, right? You have 10,000 students and they each pay a hundred dollars. That's, that's a million dollars that, that, that college is sitting on just in student activities fees that they've earned alone. So, and that money, they have to use it right they have to use it every year so this is for any the protocol this week you know because i haven't been as 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 uh on point dropping dropping some protocol every week protocol this week if you're if you're a cow if you're a comic and and you're looking to to quit your day job if you're a new comic and you're trying to you're not trying you're doing this there is no try do or do not you wanna you wanna quit uh, your day job, your nine to five. Actually, any artist, not even comic. If you're if you're a, a up and coming singer, up and coming rapper, up and coming jug juggler, uh, a clown, <laughs> a magician, whatever you are, whatever uh, is your passion that you wanna pursue, you know, pursue your passion. Right, that's just be a hashtag. Pursue pursue your trap. Her hashtag pursue your passion, man. Cause I'm all about. I like I like people feel empowered and strong and faithful enough to to leave the the uh, the plantation gig alone, man. You know, it's it's always it's so wonderful to see, um, you know, someone when they quit their day job and they get to pursue whatever their dream is and live their real self, live their true self. I not sound like Oprah, but it's true. And one of those ways, one of the ways to do so, 
is um I think for for especially for newer artists that you know do have some talent and just need a break the the NACA is the way to go I remember Sinbad had uh said that to me years ago when when uh I was opening for him at Eastern Connecticut State University um he and I got to talk and he was like you in the NACA and I was like yeah man but I I was I wasn't really in in I knew what it was I, I had been working on getting in that loop but I hadn't uh I hadn't broken it yet. I took maybe another year or two for me really to to formulate a, a strategy, a good plan and course of attack. But eventually I did and made a killing off of that joint because <clears throat> like I said, they these schools have these budgets, these student activities budgets that they have to get rid of every I wanna say every year. I was going to say every semester, but I think it's just before the end of the year, before the money gets forfeited and goes back to, I don't know, the state or what have you. So they have the entire school year to get rid of this money. And there have been many occasions um, further in the past, not so much recently because I I haven't been in the NACA as much recently, um, just because, you know, a brother's getting older, college students are starting to look younger, and... There's not necessarily a disconnect because my material is universal, but it's also time to let some uh, some newer comics uh, get that check, get that paper. Shout out to Dookie. <laughs> Shout out to Dookie because um, I know she's uh, she's getting some love, getting that knack of love. So your new comic, new new talent, whatever your talent is, you know the trick is if you can get get an agent and get a college agent and you can you can actually look them up go online and go online you know put in uh college booking agents uh look i'm giving i'm giving y'all the 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 tools right now the game is supposed to be sold not told is it the other way around you know my pimpology is slipping uh well anyway Go online, look up, look up some of these uh, college agents, look up a bunch of them, you know, have a have a have a better approach maybe than I even did. I lucked out because my man Tiny Glover, I had been in with uh, with my man Jeff Carroll, uh, who had red, back and red, black and green promotions, um, which catered specifically to servicing colleges with. Uh, I guess, uh, comedy shows of an urban hue, right? Red, black, <laughs> literally red, black, and green. <laughs> you read it black and you get that green paper. So we, um, and I, I, I did it with, uh, I did one, I got one college, right? I did a Northeast showcase. I think it was in like Akron, Ohio. And Will had just like ripped. Will got like stamped ovations. I remember in the in the red, black, and green uh, promotions catalog. It had a it had Will's oh oh head headshot, and it said like booked X amount of colleges, standing ovation at the nationals. Like Will had ripped, so he set the bar high. So I went in there. I was like, okay, not was I nervous? 
I don't think I was nervous, but people were putting that pressure on because people were coming up. Oh, are you as funny as Will? I'm like, hey, man, <laughs> I'm just me. <laughs> and, and I went on, uh, it was an early showcase on a Saturday morning. <laughs> it was like at 10 o'clock in the morning. No one is funny at 10 a.m. And I think I might have been on, if not first, maybe first, second, or third and that was back, you know, like I said, I was I was doing a lot of uh, black rooms and, and black comedy shows, you know, more often than not, comics usually will come up to a song. It's to get the crowd hype. It's also to loosen up the comic as you go on. Um, but as I got older, as I got wiser in this thing, I realized you can't lean on music. We're comedians. We're not dancing, you know. So coming up to music, and 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 this is not um, disparage any comics that do come up to music. It's just I've grown out of it. I I just want to come on and be funny. That's not to say I won't come up to music and won't even make a joke about the music, but I'm not pressed to. So uh, you normally you come up to like a song like that's my song right there. That is my joint, but. I went up to, because this is long before the days of having your iPod at the ready. You might have had a, uh, you might have had a, a a Sony Discman, <laughs> and and he played. Uh, he's like, what What do you want? I was like, What do you have? He's like, I got the Fujis. So I said, I right, play ready or not. So I went up, and all you heard was. But that should have been played as the dude was introducing me. <laughs> Instead, he said, give it up for Dean Edwards. And then you just heard, ooh, ooh, before the beat dropped. And <laughs> it was painful, man. And then me with my my uh, universal cut it side where you slash like at your neck. Oh, man, it was it was bad. I, uh, I booked one school off of that show. And the school, <laughs> hold up, the school... I think it was Central Michigan University, and the school was with Will. <laughs> I did the show with Will. They were like, "Yeah, we'd like to book Will on." And you know, Jeff, Jeff, the uh, my agent was like, "Well, what about Dean?" They were like, "Well, uh, you mean the guy that went up to the music with no beat?" <laughs> so. Uh, so yeah, we went. We actually we had a good show. We 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 drove. I probably told this story on podcast seventy episodes ago. Uh, yeah, we we did it. We drove. I think I caught the train from from Brooklyn to Jersey City. Will uh, drove. We drove. I want to say it was like ten or eleven hours. We got there. We we got a police escort because we got pulled over. <clears throat> This is actually a good segue uh, for any young brothers. No, you know what? Not even young because you could be old now, too. For any young brothers or old brothers or just brothers of black people, um, actually for anybody listening, regardless of your, your race, you get pulled over by the cops, um, the police, the, uh, the sheriff, the deputy. If ever pulled over um, the Number one, keep your hands on the steering wheel so they can see your hands at all times. Have your ID out prior to them 
um, coming up to the car. Have your ID, license, registration, and insurance out already at the ready. Uh, More importantly, and this is key, uh, when you roll the window down as the cop walks up, do not, I repeat, do not say, I wasn't speeding. Because <laughs> that's exactly what Will said. I'm in the back seat. My arms are turned up so you can see the palms splayed across from one side of the uh, interior of the car to the other. I'm sitting across. I'm sitting in the middle with my arms sort of in like a pose like a crucifix, like Jesus on the cross. Because I'm like, you know, two brothers. Uh, in the middle of uh, Michigan with, with Jersey plates. It might have been New York plates. Because um, Will's from Brooklyn. So I'm not sure if he had Jersey plates yet. And uh, Will up front, eh, frantic. <laughs> the frantic Haitian with the heavy tongue. <laughs> and he says, we want speed. Now, fortunately, uh, the police officer was was, was friendly um, we told him where we were headed. We said we were headed to Central Michigan University, and we were running late for a show. Something. This is before. I think. I don't think we had cell phones yet. So this. This might have been. Like, geez, this might have been. Was this ninety seven? Maybe. Maybe we did have. I'm thinking maybe we 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 did have mobile phones at the time. I remember the first mobile I had. That was black. It was heavy. And uh, and it was a flip phone. It was a heavy. F- well, it wasn't a flip. It was like, but there was a cover over the keyboard that flipped down to protect that joint. Was it used to get hot? Uh, so uh, police officer was nice enough to say, "Oh, you guys are only about I don't know, say ten, fifteen miles away." Uh, I think did he call ahead or we called ahead? Somehow we got in contact with the school. He gave us a police escort, literally to the to backstage, um, which I thought was nice. Uh, so all that to say, there are good cops out there. There are friendly cops out there. We, we cannot, uh, we can't castrate uh, or condemn. I should say we can't condemn all police uh, for the acts of a few no more than they can uh say that all uh all black males are a threat um uh, but anyway i'll i'll get back to that and, uh, all that to say if 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 you're a new talent go online or a talent that's looking to to you know earn and you want to do so without um having to have a 9 to 5 job uh, cuz i quit my job in August, August 29th, 1997. So this must have happened. I'm going to say this was 90, probably 98, 90, maybe 99 even, 98, 99. And um, ain't looked back since, son. And you too can do it. You can, you can go out there. You can book college work if you're good. You know, now if 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 you're not good, I mean, do do some research. I guess what I'm saying is the protocol for this week is do the necessary research, um, so that you can plan uh, strategically and accordingly. Man, if if you're if you're uh, if you're say a rapper, right? If you're a rapper, 
go online and look up uh, college agents for musical acts, right? And then, um, you know, after you narrow it down to college agents that book musical acts, then look for the ones that have rappers. Maybe you want to go to a college agent that doesn't have rapper. Uh, that that you don't see any rappers on their on their roster, or maybe you want to go to a college agency that does handle uh, or represent um, not just rappers, but you know, um, I don't know, maybe R and B singers or maybe pop artists, because they have an in, <clears throat> they have an in, and it's it's going to just make sense for you to get in with someone that knows how to service your particular talents. If they ha- if they already represent R&B singers, if they already represent other rappers, perhaps these other uh, performers have already gone to a bunch of the schools that they represent. Because what you have to understand is most agencies have relationships, have personal relationships with these, uh, <clears throat> with these schools. So if, for instance, um, the the agency I was with, and you can tell them I sent you if you happen to want to uh, get in contact with him. I ain't spoke to him in, in probably a decade, uh, uh, but uh, uh, Neon Entertainment out of Buffalo, New York, right? Neon Entertainment was was the agency that I wound up getting with um, after after I left uh, Red, Black, and Green. Uh, and Jeff and I, we, we parted, we didn't part ways in the most positive way or positive manner, but we, we got cool uh, since then. And so all is good. But when we parted ways, uh, because he had a, he, there was an issue between him and a friend of mine and he felt loyalties were skewed by me, uh, I guess, siding with with my friend. But I was like, well, I've I've known him longer. I mean... You know, and he's my friend. Then your beef is between you you and him, not me and him. So, you know, I'm not taking sides between either of y'all, you know. Uh, <clears throat> um, so anyway, I wound up uh, wound up without an agent. And then um, my boy, rest in peace, Tiny Glover. My boy, Tiny, you know, Tiny was a big dude. Um, any brother named Tiny, you know, is 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 large. <laughs> <laughs> and so Tiny uh, said his agent was looking for young African American comic that doesn't curse. Boom, we uh, we fit that bill, and next thing you know, we go to the uh, we submitted uh, to multiple NACA showcases, got accepted to nationals and one other region. Actually, no, two other regions and. I wound up booking just off the nationals. I booked like 75 schools and then probably another 20 or 30 with uh, with the other um, showcases that I wound up having to cancel a bunch of gigs because I wound up getting SNL. Um, but, it was, but it was nice while it lasted. It was a nice run. My brother burned himself out. And so, uh, so what, what you do, you get with an agency that knows how to service you. So, for instance, uh, Scott, my agent at Neon, he, um, <clears throat> look, somebody's going to call and just ask for Scott now. <laughs> I'm like, hi, uh, Scott, yes, um, uh, Dean sent me. <laughs> Don't say that. Uh, 
but but if you have if you have some skills, you know, you I have no problem with you saying, yeah, I was listening to uh, the Father Muckin Protocol, uh, Dean Edwards podcast, and he said you're a good agent that represents comics, and then then you take it from there. At that point, it's all on you, and maybe he'll make you dance because I think he wound up representing uh, what's her name, P- not Pookie, um, from Jersey Shore. Uh, the little the little Oompa Loompa colored chick. <laughs> the the orange the the Donald Trump skin female. Po po I was gonna Punani? No. Uh Pookie? No. Uh, and I'm not gonna look it up. I, I really don't care that much. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Uh he he repped her because I guess he he's cool with her dad. So I don't even know if he still has if he still is part of the day-to-day operations of Neon, but he had a, a business that was going, so I'm sure it's still open and running. So Scott, as with all agents, they have their core, um, they have their core bookings. You know, they have certain colleges that they always service. So so if if I'm if I'm agent A and I'm based in Buffalo, then there's a chance I might have a personal relationship with all the local colleges in the area from uh is I think it's Niagara College up there, uh the Buff State to University of Buffalo, to University of Rochester, to RIT. Shout out to the alma mater. I didn't graduate from Rochester Institute of Technology. Um, to the local ones, you know, Monroe um, Community College, MCC, GCC. Uh, uh, you know, that right there, I just ran down, what, you know, six to eight different colleges just in that area alone. Then he also will have connections to... Uh, a lot of the colleges that um that are in maybe not just upstate New York but New York State and then uh you know New York and Pennsylvania you know uh uh you know uh Penn State different campuses maybe in in Erie and and uh uh Scranton University in Pennsylvania and and Ohio State you know you just and it just spreads because what happens is Say, for instance, if I did 75 colleges, that means that's 75 schools that Scott interacted with, uh, that Neon Entertainment interacted with and handled contracts with. And therefore, he he built a relationship with them and says, oh, you know what? You had Dean last semester. You want to bring him back next year? Or maybe we can uh, send him a package with, with Dean. And uh, I think Mark Leobor, I got Mark. Um, uh, Mark wound up uh, getting work with uh, with Scott Tallarico at Neon University, Neon University at Neon Entertainment as well. And I remember we did, um, remember we did what school did we do? We did was it Pace? I think Pace University up in Westchester County. It was Mark, myself, and uh, cat Michael Dean Esther. And now Michael Dean Esther, he was like Scott's. Uh, Golden Boy because he was the dude that was doing doing the colleges for him even before Tiny, you know, so he he had started with him and he'd been rocking out with him for a long time. So, you know, we they paired they you know, did a trio of comics. They did a comedy night and we all did them. So what I'm saying is they formed these relationships with the schools. And so back to my example, if you're uh if you're a rapper 
maybe it makes sense for you to contact a, an agency that has uh, success with, um, you know, with an R&B group or with other rappers because they can service you better because they have schools that obviously have booked urban musicians or urban performers in the past and so they, they'll probably be able to uh, bring you back you know you just want to be smart about your approach man that's all I'm saying that's that's the protocol for today man make sure you uh you have some sort of approach and strategy when you're um, when you're wanting to get at these these universities or these uh these NACA uh, National Association for Campus Activities, and you want to make sure that you uh, you do it properly, man. So be smart about it. You gotta be smart about it. And uh, and hey, I believe in you. If nobody else does, well, at least I believe in you. Feel me? Um, yeah. So uh, so do that, and, and let me know if it works out. You know, uh, you know, comments and, and and on iTunes and and SoundCloud, and let them know that uh that you that that hopefully this helped, and and you you'll get your college weight up as well. You know what I'm saying? Now, what I was what I was transitioning to, what I was talking about earlier, was with um with regards to um, what happened and what kind of didn't have me in the funniest of <clears throat> of moods was um, I think right after I dropped the previous episode that night uh, we found out that there was yet another another police shooting uh, uh, of, and it, you know what was more disturbing <clears throat> well it was disturbing on, on numerous fronts but um a brother named uh, Alton Sterling, uh, he he got shot by by police, and I was I was pretty much disgusted because so many people were posting it on on uh, on lines all over Facebook and Twitter and social media and, and Instagram. And I'm like, what 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 is what's happening in the world that it's just become cool and fine to show uh, you you know. Black men getting killed, getting murdered, you know, um, from Eric Garner. I remember when the Eric Garner case happened in uh, in Staten Island, and and turning past the news and and seeing this this cat uh, get choked out, and hearing him scream out, "I can't breathe! I can't breathe!" and and I kept hearing it, and uh, that was disturbed. It disturbed me enough that it's still. You know, years later, and and that's still stuck in my head. You know, it was haunting. And then uh, when when he uh, when Sterling, when Mr. Sterling, brother Sterling, got got uh, shot for selling his CDs outside of a convenience store, um, what what was uh, so I I did my best to avoid seeing it. Once I heard about it, once once the once the uh, the CNN prompt came up on my phone uh, saying that it occurred. I said to myself, "All right, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna turn past the news because I already, I already see what's what's gonna happen." And sure enough, I think I'm, I'm, I'm scrolling down. I think it was either Facebook or Instagram, and boom, you, you see, they, they showed, 
You saw where the cops were on top of him, had him laid down, had his arms tied up, and then he was he was he was laying there, and I think he had a white T-shirt on, and then suddenly you heard the pop, and you saw the uh, the T-shirt run red, and then suddenly you can you can see the the blood spurting out because his heart was still pumping, and uh, yeah that uh. That was quite disturbing, and and you can't you can't unsee that you know you can't unsee watching someone's arm twitching as their uh, as as life is escaping them you know that was that was uh, it's still disturbing it's disturbing that that's uh, that this image is so vividly stuck in my head <clears throat> so that 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 happened and then uh, you know what I did. You know, you know, you know what brother does. I, I, uh, I was so vexed about it that I, um, but I didn't know how to express it and how to, and I was like, I didn't feel funny, and and that's where, uh, you know, just writing, uh, gets things out of my head. So, uh, next thing I know, the first thing that came to mind was, uh, was uh, was was Karis One's uh, uh, that book. That's the sound of the police. So I just played. I'm, I'm playing that. I think I think it happened on the Monday, a Monday evening. So I just played that song constantly all night. And next thing I know, I just started writing rhymes. That's this right in my mind. I was like, Jesus, Karras needs to uh, <laughs> update this song because um, this he he made that song. Jeez, it's almost a quarter century ago. He made that song probably. In, I want to say that it came out like 1993 or 94. So it was, what, like 23, yeah, about 23 years old. And uh, and, and it still it still holds true, you know. Um, it, you know, cops, uh, <laughs> cops are still doing doing dirt towards it. And, and like I said, there are good cops out there. This is not directed at them. This is directed at, at the ones that uh you know get these badges and, and then decide that uh they want to be on this this power trip of sorts. So um yeah man it's uh it I was disturbed and and, and wrote wrote probably like you know, a verse of probably twenty. It was more than sixteen bars. It was probably like twenty or twenty-four bars. Wrote it, and then the next morning. So <laughs> this was crazy. The next morning, I woke up, and I think the Sterling case happened in was it Missouri? I think it was Missouri. And so the next morning, I wake up and see on the news that it says shooting, uh, yeah, I turn on the Today Show, because uh, I usually will turn the TV to NBC so that if I wake up late, I can click rewind and catch the weather, right? So uh, I turn the TV on, and it says something about a shooting in Louisiana. I'm like, I said, wait, I said, no, hold up. I said, didn't didn't it happen in, in Missouri or... Or was it uh or Minneapolis? One of the two, something starts M I. <clears throat> so what's this Louisiana? And it and in that moment, this is how my mind works. I flashed back to uh <clears throat> to when 
uh, 9-11 happened, September 11th, uh, attacks on the World Trade. Because I remember that uh, one building was on fire. I went downstairs, uh, sent my wife on the way with, with, with my firstborn uh, to the doctor, came back upstairs, uh, looked at the news, and the second building was on fire. Looked out the window, I said, wait, how come I can see, why are two buildings on fire? And then I was, I, I couldn't understand it. I was like, wait, what happened? How did the fire jump from one building to the other? And then, then you saw the scroll, uh, we are under attack. And pretty much that's the same thing that came to mind when I realized that there was a separate shooting less than 24 hours after Alton Sterling was, was, uh, murdered by uh police officers uh another brother uh, Philando Castile had been shot in his uh in his car he had been pulled over uh informed the police officers that excuse me he um had a license to carry a, a firearm a weapon and <clears throat> as he's reaching for his license Fabo shot him too and his girlfriend happened to be Facebook Live. And I wonder if she was recording prior to getting pulled over. I'm actually curious. I mean, it's irrelevant at this point, but I'm curious if she just happened to be recording and then they got pulled over or she now in an age of social media where you feel you fear getting pulled over by police officers if she said, you know what, cops are pulling us over here, I'm going to Facebook Live. And so then she turned it on and then pretty much records uh, the the uh, her, her boyfriend getting shot. And she even explained, she was like, why would you, why would you shoot him? He said he was licensed and he said he was reaching for his his license, why would you, it's, it's actually very sad to, and once again, that, that was plastered all over the, that was the first thing I saw on the news, the, was this, uh, <clears throat> this recording, I apologize, y'all, because I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hoarse, I have a, I have a, I have a frog in my throat, um, yeah, man, and, and, you know, it's, it's senseless, and, and then a couple of days later, uh there was a there was a march in uh in Dallas, Texas and um a peaceful march. It was um people exercising their their right to uh to free speech and uh they gathered and um I believe it was Black Lives Matter um that uh you know was supporting this um this march. And next thing you know, five police officers get shot and, and and killed. And then suddenly Black Lives Matter is plastered all over that Black Lives Matter is a terrorist organization and and they're blaming black how do, so so how do you how do you blame uh people that organized a, a peaceful march um where there 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 had been no uh um no physical altercations between the the marchers, the protesters, and the police officers, and then um, so the gunman shoots down police officers. Now, 
uh, I think it speaks to a bigger issue, a bigger problem. In the uh, in the country, um, when when you still have people saying that um, it's not guns that kill, <laughs> it's not guns that kill people, it's people that kill people. Yeah, people with with access to an arsenal of of guns and and weapons, and and that's that's funny because my uh, training in the military still I, I still I'm always. Uh, forced to say, like, I always have in my mind weapons as opposed to guns. Um, yeah, it was just, it was just said. So that's, that's, was the main reason. I didn't record, um, uh, and drop a new episode last week because honestly didn't feel like it. Um, and then when, when it all happened, the, the, the one, oh, that's my alarm saying that I've been recording for 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I set set my alarm because I've been I go so long sometimes, man. Um, yeah, I uh, I not only did I not want to record a, a an episode of the podcast because ultimately the podcast is is just another vessel to to entertain, right? Uh, to to offer my my perspective and insight, and just didn't feel feel all that funny. Didn't feel like feel like really being in an entertaining mood man i'm still angry about it but the uh the the frustration um has sort of settled and, and here's the sad thing it's going to happen again you know I, I hope it doesn't happen to me but it's going to happen again oh look my wife is is letting me know it happened yesterday so yet again it's it's just like when when is enough enough man it 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 made me flash back to uh the last time i was pulled over um my wife and i were coming back from an old school hip hop club we found uh she found in the village um this is the club that made me realize i'm a little older than i was cuz i used to go out to nightclubs all the time like i was the dude that would go to the nightclub on a monday night <laughs> i was the dude that like like hey i i shopped at oak tree with and and bought like you know brightly colored uh you know suits with with the mustard shirt <laughs> mustard colored shirt with a purple suit <laughs> you know like i was a, i was going to nightclubs at age 14 man i mean i was a b-boy i was a dancer so we you know i started early and uh and last time we went to a club on the way home and i have a joke about it i have a bit about it got pulled over by the cops and i you know my, my dad and God bless him, you know, rest in peace. If, if nothing else, he taught me how to get pulled over because you, you, you are black. <laughs> and so, uh, so look, I'm, I'm, I'm simulating it right now. You get pulled over, you have both palm, both hands on the wind, on the uh, steering wheel. And I actually like the underhanded, uh, grip. That way they can see the, the whites of my hands. That way it makes them feel a little less threatened. And, uh, and the cops actually, the, the cops let, let us go. Um, but it, 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 it's, it's a lot to take in because obviously you're nervous, but sometimes you might get pulled over. You don't know why you're pulled over. Ego becomes involved, uh, where you might be angry, you know, especially given the current state of affairs in, in, uh, in the world and specifically the United States of America in that when you get pulled over 
if you if you are black, if you are brown, if you if you happen to be Latino or you're of Arab descent or even Indian, um, really good show on HBO. Side note: uh, The Night of, y'all check it out. Uh, uh, just watched episode one and looking forward to episode two just uh, premiered. So uh, interesting, uh, interesting show uh, or miniseries, I should say. But um, if you're pulled over and of color, there is. You know, there is a threat in in your mind. And so uh, when people are feel threatened, uh, you know, and feel backed into a corner, uh, sometimes people get aggressive. The, the trigger. Uh, you know what? I offered protocol earlier. The, the real protocol for this episode, man, is, is make it home safely. Huh? <laughs> make sure you do anything you have to to get back to your home safely. If you get a ticket fine don't talk back don't talk fly it's not about uh getting your point across because there are overzealous police officers that are going to do everything to belittle and humiliate you just like there aren't there are police officers that you know if you had a uh, uh, uh uh, brake light that that is out. Want to inform you to get your brake light fixed. I'm saying that because I've had that happen. I, I'm not gonna uh, use this this uh, broad broad stroke to to paint all police officers as as evil. You know. Um, <clears throat> But there's, there, there are bad ones out there. And so hopefully if you encounter any out there that are bad, you do everything you can to de-escalate the situation so that you make it home safely. That's, that's the fucking protocol for this, uh, this episode, man. I want y'all to, you know, I want y'all to be safe out there. Um, yeah, so uh, when, when I got pulled over, you know, um, fortunately... I, I charmed my way. <laughs> Always hear Lauren Michaels, Dean, be charming. People are like you. I use I use my comedic skill, ability, and charm to to let let people know, hey man, this ain't this ain't about me being threatening. Uh, but you know, unfortunately, when when you see these cases uh, that occurred with uh, both Sterling and Castile specifically. Philando Castile, who was this upstanding uh, citizen, he, he he was part of a community. Uh, he worked at a, a, a Montessori school where they said that all of the uh, people that uh, attend the school, both parents as well as administration, said he him being gone was going to be such a loss because he knew. Um, he knew the names of all 500 students. He knew the um, dietary restrictions of all of the students who had, who was allergic to peanuts, who couldn't have milk because they were lactose intolerant. You know, that's a special type of person, man. And uh, rest in peace to Alton Sterling, brother Alton Sterling, brother Philando Castillo. Uh, and everybody else that you know that it's, it's now it's so bad. I saw something on uh, Instagram. A guy from England. He said, uh, you know, and and this white guy. And the reason I'm pointing out his race is because, you know, there's so many people out there that are. It's so easy to embrace ignorance, you know. And by ignorance, understand ignorance doesn't mean that you're dumb. 
right? Ignorance is not knowing. There are a lot of people that don't do not understand uh, what white privilege is, and and that there's an institutional uh, problem um, uh, that racism uh, comes from. You know, um, he said, "There's there's a guy overseas says, you know, I I, I said to my my girlfriend something about um, can't believe." Uh, something about the you know a police shot shot uh, another uh, a, a black guy and and his girlfriend said uh, which one because now it's becoming so so prevalent it's now it's it's the new norm that that you know I don't want to be a hashtag that's real that's you know that's I'm living in an era now where at the at one hand entertainment wise. You want to be a hashtag because you want more and more people to to know you. And I know that if you hashtag Dean Edwards, you'll see pictures of me with, you know, comedy fam, you know, after shows uh, that didn't remember uh, my my Twitter, social media handle, Instagram, what have you, is at I am Dean Edwards. But they were like, oh, his name was Dean Edwards, so let me just put hashtag Dean Edwards. But that's I I want people to come to come to me for that. I never want you know to have hashtag Dean Edwards and you just see uh, the 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 media has chosen a picture of me smiling and and this is now the picture that that goes with a dead body. You know this is it's very saddening, man. Uh, even just even just saying that out loud is, is saddening and, and somewhat scary. And what what also bugs me about the media is how they're uh, and I'm not going to say all media, but the media does follow specific rules. At least um, the American media is uh, once once a brother gets gets slain. Then automatically here let's let's now check into his his history. Has he ever been arrested? And so then you see that plastered all across uh, all across the the new news media um, because uh, Alton Sterling they they um, made sure to uh, inform people. Well, you know what he he had problems with the law and he did have a record. As if that matters. As if someone having a record means they should be uh, you know slain out in the middle of the street. And I remember. The night uh, after uh, Philando Castile was killed, I think the night of the the next the, the the news ran say Tuesday morning. So by that night, I think I uh, saw something in my news feed saying um, he had no record, which means they searched to see if he had a record, as if that mattered. What I'm saying is it doesn't matter uh, whether someone has a record or not. Just because they, just because someone has, not even necessarily broken the law, just because you have a record. I mean, you could have a record for for anything. You can have a record for for um, you know traffic violations and and eventually getting arrested, you know, or or a domestic dispute, and and um, and you you can take you might you might have actually gotten acquitted, but you still might have been run through the system. 
that's what I'm I'm doing my best to avoid. <laughs> you know, as a young black man, I'm always saying to myself, you know, I just don't want to be part of the system. You know what I mean? If you gonna, if you gonna run records on me, show a picture of me in a in a United States Army uniform with a big smile. You know, <laughs> show that picture. Um, so that's 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 the protocols. Do right that way they can't do wrong by you. Feel me? Uh, got a, got a little passionate there, didn't you, Dean? Got got a wee bit uh, wee bit passionate. Um, yeah, man. So uh, so I, you know, I hope this wasn't a somber episode of the Muckin Protocol. Sometimes it's serious. Um, sometimes you gotta look. I'm I'm I, my my plan. Shout out to DJ Logic. My plan is to to record this. Uh, this this uh this song that i that i wrote um because it was passionate uh if all lives matter why the black ones getting ended and then why the white ones so quick to defend it we chant black lives matter because the justice system won't but just because we say black lives matter doesn't mean that others don't and i repeated that yeah man I, um yeah, why they shoot my brother as he ran to escape, but why a white kid only got six months after committing rape, you know, like, bro, I, I write what I see, you know, um, I, I wrote it to uh, um, the sound of the police, same cadence, and uh, and yeah, my plan is to to record it once my boy J Logic gets back from wherever overseas he is. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been, it's been, maybe I'll call it the Father Muck and Black Lives Matter episode. Um, you know, and and like I said, my wife just told me that someone else got shot and slain overnight. So that's, that's some other news now I got to go check into. Um, if you are looking now, I plug... (laughs) It's all somber, and now we plug our shows because life goes on for some of us, and for those that don't, may they rest in peace. But um, if you're in the Minneapolis area, the Twin Cities area, which is crazy because, you know, they're now living in the shadow of, of uh, you know, police brutality, slang, and Prince dying, and now I got to go be funny there. Uh, but if you're in the Twin Cities, uh, St. Paul and Minneapolis area next week, and then we turn it up for my birthday, son, uh, July 26th through July 30th. I'll be at Acme Comedy Company. If you or any of your peoples out there, holler at your, holler at your boy um, and come through. Also, if you're any of my people, uh, my flim flam for the Muckin' fam in the uh, Denver area. Me and uh, Harris are returning. Harris Stanton returning. Shout out to Lunell. She had Harris feature for her, for him at, uh, or for her at Gotham Comedy Club last weekend. I heard the shows went real well. So big up Lunell for uh, showing the brother some love. Uh, myself and Harris Stanton returning to Denver. The Denver Improv uh, August 11th through 14th and all my peaks in uh actually in the Detroit area or Ann Arbor specifically area I'm back in uh 
in Michigan at the uh, Ann Arbor Comedy Showcase the 18th through 20th of August. So make sure you come check that out. Uh, yeah, man. And, and uh, you know, if you're listening, tell a friend. Tell a friend to tell a friend uh, about the fundamental protocol. Let me know your thoughts. If, if you just want to vent, man, you know, there's, there's the forum to do so. So feel free to uh, go on iTunes or SoundCloud and, and vent about it. And let me know what you think about the episode. Let me know what you, what you think about what's going on in the world. Uh, your thoughts, you know, um, if, if you're a new artist, if you got some, some science off of uh, the... the the protocol I was dropping regarding the, the whole NACA and getting yourself in that loop and, and getting some work so that you can quit your day job. You know, let me know if you thought it was helpful and insightful. You know, we love hearing from y'all. Cause y'all the fan, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and that's pretty much it. I am Dean Edwards on all social media. It's all love, man. Y'all be safe. Take care of each other, all right? Two fingers. Beasy.